Blog Talk Radio. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. 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 We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters we're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Wealthy Sisters Radio brought to you by Wealthy Sisters Media Group, where we proudly promote positive people. You can always visit us for all of your branding and publishing needs at www.wealthysistersmedia.com. Again, that's S-I-S-T-A-S, wealthysistersmedia.com. Here at Wealthy Sisters Radio, we love connecting business with people, stories, and music, and you know our purpose is twofold, right? First, we have to make sure that we provide you that dynamic listener with inspiration and encouragement and that practical knowledge that you can apply to your life and your business right now for that positive impact. And second, we must make sure that we continue to provide a platform that edifies, acknowledge, and says thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I am Deborah Hartnett, your host, and we are broadcasting live here on the Worldwide Blog Talk Radio Network here on the Wealthy Sisters Radio. And you know that you can catch this show and all of our other dynamic shows at WealthySistersRadio.com. That's 24 Seven. That's right. And today, you know what it is. It's Tuesday, January 20th, 2015. It's another fabulous Tuesday. And why am I so excited? <laughs> you know, I stay excited, right? But I am really excited because this is my birthday week. And boy, do we have a celebration in store for you. Yes, that's right. So why am I so excited about my birthday? Why do I talk about my birthday? I know we're adults, right? We're not supposed to act like we like our birthdays, but guess what? I am over that. I have come out of my shell, and I love to celebrate my birthday, and I'll tell you why in a moment, but I'm telling you this. We are here every week at the same time. That's Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, so thank you so much for spreading the word about Wealthy Sisters Radio, and you know, every week, you know, we get so, so many nice comments, feedback, tweets messages, you'd just be surprised. And I mean, the just the, the worldwide audience that tunes in to us every week, that downloads our show, you are familiar that we are on iTunes, available right there that you can subscribe to us for free on iTunes, Wealthy Sisters there. You can always follow us on Facebook and Twitter under Wealthy Sisters. And don't forget, go ahead and join our mailing list. We promise you, we don't spam you. We don't send you messages twice a week, twice a day. We only let you know once a week when our show is coming on and who's going to be on the show and if we have any specials that are in store for you. And speaking of specials, that's right. We are celebrating, like I said, my birthday, so I got to tell you something about that celebration. But I'm going to tell you this. Why do I celebrate my birthday? Why am I so excited about it. It's because I am grateful to be here. I am so excited. Uh, You know, it's special to me. My parents both passed away relatively young. My father at 43, my mother at 53. There is from her 51st birthday. I lost my older sister at age 49 and my mom's sister who was 48 who passed two weeks prior to my mother's passing. So I want you to know that life is so precious. It is so important to celebrate it. And I am so grateful to be here for my child. So I encourage you to celebrate your birthday, you know, just 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 be grateful, full of gratitude that, you know, maybe everything may not be flowing the way that you want it to flow, going just the way that you imagine it or what have you. But we 
have an opportunity as long as we still have breath to do what we need to do to create and to live our best life. So that's why I love celebrating, and I am so excited and grateful to see another year this year. And as we talk about my birthday here, uh, what we are going to do, I know that's right, we do deserve a round of applause for that because we're talking about celebrating, right? That's right. So this is what we're doing in honor of me turning 46. (laughs) <laughs> 46 years old, we are going to give you, and this is only going to be on my birthday, starting midnight, 12 a.m., January 22nd. That's right. That's a beautiful number, 22nd. January 22nd, starting at midnight to midnight on the 23rd, you will get 46% off your Winter Summit registration. I know Give another round of applause for that. I know, 46% off. How about that? For the Winter Summit registration, the registrations of 275 that is including, right now only is including the Millionaire Luncheon. So if you have not registered yet, you want to get to the Winter Summit on Thursday, January 22nd, and that's going to be one day only 46% off. That's like a hundred and some dollars off, and you're going to get that. That is a steal. That is my gift to you on my birthday as we celebrate life. So definitely you want to make sure you get to the Winter Summit. That's like a champion, the Winter Summit dot com, the champion that you are, and get registered on January, what day? January 22nd. That's right. So it's only going to be there. That's the only discount that we're offering, I promise you. So you want to make sure you take advantage of it right now. You owe it to yourself to attend this event. This will be the best one ever. It's our fourth one. It's going to be incredible. We have people coming from all over the world, as usual, and the topics, talking about marketing, finances, houses, tax strategies, so much that you know the information is going to be there. And to sit down in that millionaire luncheon with three documented millionaire women who are going to tell you, and this is the intimate part here, is limited seating in that, who's going to tell you what they did to get to where they are. So we look forward to seeing you there March 27th, 28th. March 27th, 28th, get registered right now on Thursday, right? I know you're going to wait to Thursday. You want to do it. And we've come to that part of the show. It's that business question of the week. So, you know, if you've got a question you want to ask here on Wealthy Sisters Radio, perhaps we'll have an opportunity to answer it for you. I've been in business myself over 25 years. And if I don't know it, I know I don't know everything, but I know a lot haven't experienced a lot. That's why. And I tell you, I do know enough to find out the information, to get experts, as we do every week, to answer it here on the show. And this question, if you have one, you can always send it to family at WealthySistersRadio.com. That's family at WealthySistersRadio.com. Or call at 800-917-9435, extension 808 800-917-9435, our hotline, extension 808, and let us know what your question is. Be sure to let us know where you're from, too. And this one, uh, this week comes from Monica, and Monica's out of Beaumont, Texas. I've been to Beaumont. I know exactly where that is. And she has a question. She says she's been in business two years now, and she was speaking with someone, one of her friends, I'm not sure what a friend does, but uh, they were talking about focus and the power of focus. And she wants to know, do I think she should only focus on one thing? Wow. I guess I'm assuming, Monica, that you mean in your business. Now, I'm going to say this. This is you definitely, as we always say, you have to take this and find out what's going to work best for you. I'm not sure your whole situation. You can tell me what type of business you're in. But I will tell you this. Um, you said you were talking to one of your friends. Now, when we talk about business, we always talk about you need to be around other entrepreneurs, people who understand what it is to be an entrepreneur. If you are only um, associating with those who are still in the workforce 24-7, you might be building your business part-time, but you still need to be around people that are entrepreneurs because why we think differently. Not saying better. I'm just saying we think differently. Differently, our minds 
We're visionaries. We're always thinking. We're always creating. We always have ideas. Um, and and a lot of times if you are speaking to someone who is not in that world, they have no idea what it's like to be in this world. They're going to give you sound advice, but it may just be sound advice for their particular world. You just always have to monitor that. All of our experts that come on the show always say that. I mean, we've had uh, Alfred Edmonds from Black Enterprise. Yes, he was just on this past year. He talked about how he uh, believes in the power of focus, but that you can be talented in many different things. You may not be the best in all those things, but you can, that still does not mean you can't be participate in those things, generate revenue from those things. So you have to really look at, and I, I just say, you know, it depends on what the outcome, depends on the reward. I mean, how does this doing something else, is it going to serve your purpose? I always say that. And again, like I said, who are you listening to? So you, you really got to make sure that, yes, there's a power in focus, that you're focused on what your goal is, what is what is your main objective and your business. Now, there's timing in everything, of course. You want to make sure that you're monitoring when you roll out with a new idea, what have you. But if it's all working together, we even had state, Maryland State Senator Catherine Pugh, who is a phenomenal woman. You got to go back and listen to that interview. This woman is, does, is doing so many things. She is a state senator and has a clothing store. So someone like that, you cannot tell them just to do one thing. So that's my opinion. I don't know what it is that um, you are seeking, Monica, but you cannot put yourself in a box with everybody else. You are going to be open. You are going to always think. I encourage you to write your ideas down. It may not be the right time, but keep a journal of what those different ideas are. So we trust that help you. You can always reach out to us at 800-917-9435, extension 808. If you like to uh, submit your question, a business question of the week, or send us an email at family at wealthysistersradio.com. Well, I tell you, you know, we have a powerful show today. This is such a precious topic. We are talking about the business of love, the love business. That's right. The love business of taking care of foster children. And I'm telling you, who better than to have on this show than none other than the super mom herself, Miss Valerie Crabb. This woman is so beautiful. She's powerful. She has just done some incredible things, and she's just not talking about it. She is seriously about it. She is a mother of her own three children, three biological children, three stepchildren, and she and her husband adopted two children as well. So she's going to be talking to us today about the business of foster care. So if you have not already, tell everybody to call 347-838-9278, so that they can tune in live here. Or you know you can always listen live and 24-7 at WealthySistersRadio.com. We'll be right back. We want to hear from none other than Mr. D. Herbs himself. DHerbs.com's Full Body Cleanse works to naturally cleanse and detoxify the body to aid in weight release, enhancing the immune system, and increasing energy levels. The Full Body Cleanse consists of the blood and lymphatic formula, cardiovascular, liver, spleen, and gallbladder, lungs and respiratory, kidneys, bladder, and adrenals, colon and digestive tract, and activated charcoal. When you cleanse your body, you open up the door to healing and rejuvenation. DHerbs.com Three women are murdered every day. Around the world, at least one in three women has been or will be abused in her lifetime. It's time to change these statistics. Join Saving Promise, a national grassroots movement that's bringing about real change. Visit www.savingpromise.org to join our One Voice campaign and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Text My Promise to 20222 to make a $5 donation. We need your voice. Together we can live, thrive, and be free of domestic violence. Hello, we are live back here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you so much for joining us today. You know how much we appreciate you. You are the best you are. We thank you so much for all of the great feedback that you give us every week, all the love. And if you didn't hear, it's my birthday week, and we are celebrating all this week. And Thursday is the actual 
Celebration Day. Want to make sure that you get registered Thursday, 46% off your Winter Summit registration. The premier business conference of the year. It's our fourth one. You don't want to miss it. But, you know, today is Tuesday, January 20th, and we are talking about a powerful subject today, the loving business of foster care with none other than Miss Valerie Kraft. She's beautiful, and the name of her organization, she's the CEO and founder of Being Beautiful Foundation. And it is my honor to welcome you, Valerie, to Wealthy Sisters Radio. How are you today? I am beautiful and happy birthday. I'm going to say thank it to you, you now. I want to be the first. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Yes, Thank indeed. You. Yes, indeed. Yes, it's a great week, great time, and we're just so excited to have you on our show today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, Valerie. Well, you know, like I said uh, earlier, you are an incredible woman. You are a super mom. And not only <laughs> am I saying that, people are saying that all over the world. I mean, you've been featured <laughs> on NBC, Today Show, mm-hmm. I mean, Fox. ABC News, Mm -hmm. Oxygen, just to name a few. And here you are on Wealthy Sisters Radio sharing your story. And, you you know, I know it's been a journey for you, and and, Mm -hmm. uh, we always like to just share with our our audience and our guests, you know, that our audience is kind of nosy, Valerie. (laughs) (laughs) You know, somebody, someone said, girl, you say that every week. You know that's you. I said, well, okay. No, it was good. Could you get great information? Good information. That's right. That's right. That's right. But, you know, we said every week we're nosy. Wealthy Sisters Radio people are nosy. We love to know a little bit of background about where you grew up. And I always like Mm -hmm. to say, you know, what were the Mm -hmm. ingredients of the recipe, the great recipe that we see today? So why don't you share a little bit about your background with us? What? Actually, my back, I grew up with mother raised me by herself. Uh, dad was absent from the family, but came around later. And uh, sister, brother, older sister, and a younger brother, beautiful life growing up. She did her best and gave us everything. And uh, wonderful husband now, Larry Harris, and his three amazing kids. And I have three amazing children. And I didn't want to stop there. I decided, you know what? I want to adopt, and it's something I've always wanted to do, and just kind of everything that the Lord has blessed me with, I just wanted not to just give back, but I wanted to make a difference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so what I, mm-hmm, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I mean, so you grow up, and I see the struggle that my mom had. And mm-hmm. being in a family with my family, there's a, a, a father and a mother. So mm-hmm. I knew that, you know, doing this would make a huge difference on my own biological kids and my husband's kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, you did you grow up? I know you're in the Philadelphia area. Is that the area that you grew up? Yes, I was born and raised okay. in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania all my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you said you've always known that you wanted to adopt children. What, you know, what was it about? Was it did you have some classmate that you knew mm-hmm. might have been in a foster care? What what brought your attention to to this? I, you know what? A lot of people ask me that question, mm-hmm. and it's something when I was a little girl. I can remember maybe eight years old. I would always go to my mom. And, you know, mm-hmm. with her, my sister and my mother, we would talk about when we grow up. And mm-hmm. I always would say, well, I'm not having any kids. I'm going to adopt. I'm going to adopt <laughs> every kid I see from eight years old. And it stayed wow. in my mind. It stayed in my heart. So when people would ask me, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. I would always say, I'm going to be a foster mom or I'm going to adopt kids. And they looked at me like, wow, she's young to say that. But it stayed with me all my life. 
Mm, mm, mm. I, I chuckle, you know, because I see my daughter. She says that. Now, she, she's definitely oh. she's 11, and she's <laughs> like, oh, I don't want the pain. <laughs> you know, she's understanding more about And so, of course, as a mom now, yeah, it's a lot of pain. You don't want anything. Right. You know, you're right. exactly. you know, I'm reinforcing the pain for her right now. You know, <laughs> and she's like, I don't want any children. I don't want to have any children, but I am going to adopt. I want to mm-hmm. adopt. That's what she and said. She's saying it now. Yeah, exactly. She's saying it now. Yeah, that's that's incredible. That's incredible. Now, before we talk about the Being Beautiful Foundation and how you started, because like I, I shared, um, I just want everybody to know that, that you're not just listening to someone today. Valerie Crabb mm-hmm. did not just say, oh, let's start this foundation. She actually adopted. She adopted uh, two mm-hmm. children and has had a lot of foster kids in her home as well. But yes. you have, you do, you you said you want to be a super mom, but you also have some amazing talents as well. What, tell us a little bit about what you do uh, for a living, what your passion is, your other passion is. Well, my pa- along with saying I wanted to be a foster mom, I always wanted to be uh a superstar, an actress, yeah. I wanted to be a model. It was just there. You know how you see stars yeah. now, Halle Berry, uh-huh. they just know that something they've always wanted to do. And mm-hmm. uh, so what I did was start a, a talent agency because I would go on auditions in New York and I would do print work, print modeling. Mm-hmm. I was on Law & Order, different shows, Hope & Faith, a lot of shows that were on. And um it's just something I really wanted really bad. It's not just wanting it. I went out to do it. Mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. so that was my passion at heart. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's something till this day, if I'm working with someone, someone or helping someone do it, it's still a part of doing it. But I do mm-hmm. put most of my energy into foster youth, for, uh, foster kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I wanted the, our audience to know that because it, it, we always have to know the type of mindset and the individual, you know, that you have. Mm-hmm. And you you obviously are one, as we have on our shows, you, we say entrepreneurs are very unique in that we mm-hmm. do set objectives and we go after right. them. You know, mm-hmm. it may not be that straight path or it's never in a line. And <laughs> it's it's always right, exactly. tours and and, and, and <laughs> roller coaster rides and all of that. Yeah, exactly. But you know, it's amazing, you know, to see that you you were mm-hmm. able to be so accomplished as an actress and now you are giving back to those mm-hmm. with your, your talent agency as well. Right. And yes. so here you 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 your daughters that you adopted um they you've had them what this was ten years ago or how, yeah how i i've had them uh got two thousand six I got angie two thousand six okay. okay. and then about a year and a half later we got Audelia to foster okay and okay. In, the, and in between a couple of kids would come through teenagers for respite care. And that's giving mm-hmm. a break to foster moms that need a okay. break. Okay. Okay. And how long would that be on, on average? Well, actually, with Audelia for respite, it was just for a weekend. And mm-hmm. the weekend mm-hmm. turned into me adopting her. Wow. <laughs> so she was there for a weekend. Deborah, she did not go back. She did not. She wanted to stay. Mm-hmm. And uh, she asked me to adopt her, and I was like, oh, gosh. We, you know, we just went through so much with Angie because it's a lot of work because these mm-hmm. kids are therapeutic foster care. These are kids that are literally just gone through so much and mm-hmm. went from home to home, maybe ten homes or more. They're forgotten. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, wow. And I, I, I saw the numbers that it's nearly 400,000 children in foster care world uh, in the United States. Yes. Yes, we have, uh, I would say in Philadelphia, over 44,000 that we deal with here. But, world, I mean, worldwide, it's a, a half a million, literally, mm-hmm. each year, mm-hmm. foster mm-hmm. care kids are in the system. So now tell us what what encouraged you or what you know made you start the Being Beautiful Foundation. Well, actually, we just with just having the girls, 
um, in the home and just learning, you know, what their lives were like. It was so sad and heartbreaking. And when I got Angela, she wouldn't look at me. She wouldn't speak. She just wouldn't say anything because she didn't trust anybody because Mm -hmm. she's already gone through ten homes. And uh, my mother and I decided for her, my mom was going to be my support because you have to have someone to support you and work with you. And Mm -hmm. um, Angie's a beautiful blonde, blonde hair, blue-eyed German girl. And she mm-hmm. was eight years old, and I didn't know what I was getting because I put on my application any. It doesn't matter. So I read mm-hmm. her profile, and it just broke my heart. And I agreed to take her automatically because in a lot of foster homes, you can actually visit the child. They can come visit you for a couple weekends, and you can decide. I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So I just went cold turkey and said, I want her. Wow. I got her. Right. And um from watching what they go through, their lives and how they are, their character, their personality, they're they're very very strong children that grow up in foster care. It, it broke my heart to see, you know, there's so many more out there, and mm-hmm. she just came from zero to 360 so fast. She was so beautiful. She changed. She went from a, a low grades to honor roll, and same with Ardelia. Wow. And just to see wow. them just, you know, grow up and change into, you know, society to be beautiful young girls. And she came to me and said, Mom, can we start a club? I said, a club? What is that? What do you want to do? She said, can we get more kids to work with? I said, we're we're maxed out. We cannot get any more kids. I would, and you know what, though? If I could, I would. I always yeah. told my husband I could fill the house up with foster kids. Yeah. Wow. And I said, you know what? I did, and I was at the point in my career just going out there for the talent business. It was just really picking up. And uh, I had an audition for a, uh, for a promo to do for a TV show for Oxygen Network. And I took mm. both girls with me, and they were looking for an adoptive mother with two kids that she fostered or adopted. So something yeah. told me, you know what, yes, I'm going to take them with me to New York. So we went, and we had no idea it was the Oxygen Network for I'm Having Their Baby, Untold Stories of Adoption. So we uh, walked in. We did the interview, the audition. They called us as soon as we drove back to Philadelphia that we booked it. Look at And, that. yes, we booked it, all three of us. We booked it together. And we went back to New York City the next day, and the client was the Oxygen Network. It was amazing. You just, so just that is incredible. Yeah. Wow. So from wow. that experience, I didn't know, you know, what to do. So that's why we, uh, I still did the artistry side of it, because the girls love that with the arts and the cultural part of it. It's to experience that. They've never seen that. They've never been on a set to see the cameramen and the directors. So from that experience, uh, we launched Being Beautiful Foundation for Foster Kids. For Foster Kids. And so that yeah. that that is amazing how we just never know where we're going or, you know, yeah. how the what path. We, we, mm-hmm. we have an idea, but we just don't have the fullness of how everything is going to come together. And right, that's right. amazing how you took them, almost did, and you decided to take them with you. And now we are on the phone here <laughs> on the show, Wealthy Sisters Radio, talking about your Being Beautiful Foundation. That's amazing. <laughs> and, it is. And, and, and so your your daughter wanted to start this club. Now, she called it a club. And now mm-hmm. what is the club all about? What do you all do with the Being Beautiful mm-hmm. Foundation? Well, at what we do, she started one of the club because she wanted me to pick up a couple of kids on the weekends and we just do things mm-hmm. with them. And I sat mm-hmm. down with my husband and he came up with the idea, you know what? We need to touch the lives and save others out there like we did with these two. Because so, it takes one. And mm-hmm. it took these two to to open my eyes to see that. So we took it from, okay, the club, how about a foundation we can reach everyone globally. So with our organization, we're just dedicated to enriching their lives. 
um, mm-hmm. of kids that are in foster care nationwide mm-hmm. because there are over half a million that are in there that people are just not aware about, aware of. They right. don't realize it. And uh, I met a woman who uh, we did a gala, and she did not know there were still group homes. She yes. was shocked. So, and I wanted I want you to talk about that gala too and and the group home aspect. We're just gonna mm-hmm. take a short break and come back because I I want to be able to, you know, bring awareness to that and and talk about also how what what can a person do to enrich you know what are you doing to enrich your life. So stay tuned if you just tuned in. We are here live on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Our guest is Valerie Crab. She is the CEO and founder of Being Beautiful. Uh, organization, this foundation rather, it's a beautiful organization that's supporting foster care, at-risk foster care uh, youth. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. I'm telling you, this is this is some powerful information. Dream big financial freedom, lifestyle change, additional income, be your own boss. If this is the life you've dreamed of, Tracy Lynn Fashion Jewelry is the business for you. This business is simple. If you can wear the jewelry, you can sell the jewelry. I've earned a $10,000 bonus check. I'm able to earn $600 to $800 per show and more. Visit TracyLynnJewelry.com and remember, behind every great woman are more great women. That is so true. That's Tracy Lynn Jewelry. You know, Dr. Tracy Lynn has been with us. She is one of the original panelists on our Millionaire Luncheon at the Winter Summit. She's also featured in our book. If you don't know about it, you definitely want to go to the WealthySisters.com, WealthySisters.com. You can get your book there, The Powerful Stories, Proving That You Can Do It Too. I mean, when we interview some phenomenal six-figure and seven-figure earning women there uh, in that book, powerful. And uh, like I said, Dr. Lynn is one of them as well. So yes, uh, Valerie, we're here with you. And you were just sharing with us um, how you met a woman and she had no idea, like many of us, of Mm -hmm. the whole concept of group homes still being in existence. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I I guess we are so every day in the day-to-day lifestyles that we're living now, jam-packed with no Mm -hmm. moments to spare. I mean, where is there time for someone to even think about someone else's child? You know, mm-hmm. and so bring us back to that and, and bring us to reality here, if you will. Well, like I was saying, you know, with the woman that I met, a couple people that I do meet, uh, when I try to create awareness for what we do, mm-hmm. enriching the lives mm-hmm. of these kids, inspiring mm-hmm. them, educating them, it's not just to, you know, talk about foster care. It's what's actually mm-hmm. going on, and the difference mm-hmm. needs to be made. Parents need to step up and become foster parents. A lot of them are afraid. A lot of them mm-hmm. don't know how to get involved. And when they hear our story, and what we're, we're not just telling a story, we're living it. And so a lot of people are shocked to see that there are group homes we that are all over the place. And the girls and boys, young boys that we work with, it amazes people and shocks people when they see these kids. It's usually 90 kids in each home that come from a group home that were never in a foster home. Mm, 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 mm. You know, and that won't be adopted. And, and so the group home concept is exactly what that is. Is that's the orphanage, the that the old term that we yes. were familiar yes. with is for orphanage. Yes. Wow. Exactly. Wow. And it is. Wow. And you know, they I think changing it. You know, what we're used to is orphanage because I remember mm-hmm. them growing up, but now mm-hmm. they're group homes. Group mm-hmm. homes. Group homes. And the, wow. you know, the kids that I have dealt with. You know, if I get a 14-year-old young man that comes through and he has a lot of issues and problems, what happens mm-hmm. is the goal is to put these children with families. And mm-hmm. these kids are displaced because the problems that they go through, you know, because of their situations, their products of what they come from, they have a mm-hmm. hard time adjusting. So what mm-hmm. happens is you go from home to home to home, but after a certain point, you're cut off. You're put mm. into a group home now until you age mm. out at 18. Mm, 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 mm. And, 
And what? Let's speak to the fear, you know, because a lot of us will will have the fear of that, and and uh, we may have heard the old school of thinking, on you know, you know, even when you talk about adoption, you have to be careful. You don't know what their backgrounds or what their family mm-hmm. is real and all of that. So, what? Speak to that person that's listening right now that says, you know, I I, I really feel like I should do something, but I can't mm-hmm. bring someone in mm-hmm. my home to affect. The, you know, the peace that I have mm-hmm. in my home in order that I have mm-hmm. in my home with my children, what would you mm-hmm. say to that, that, that person that's listening? I, I get a lot of letters and emails from families and from moms, mm-hmm. even single dads who want to do it, and that's the mm-hmm. biggest question. That's the mm-hmm. is fear. They're afraid mm-hmm. everything you just said. And they ask me, you know, how did you do it? Um, it doesn't have to be on your heart like it was with me when I was little. I mean, some people just hear the story and say, you know what, I want to do that. But you're, you have to look at it as you're getting, no matter what, how tall they are, how big they are, it's still a child. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you're making, you can possibly make a difference in their lives. Mm-hmm. You can inspire mm-hmm. them. You can motivate them. And there are, when you look at them and say they're our future, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to try it, and I'm going to stick with it no matter what they do because these kids are looking at us as to say, I know you're going to give up on me anyway, so I'm going to act out. They come mm-hmm. in like that because mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. so quick to say, I can't do this. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and I tell when I speak to foster parents that are ready to give up, I tell them, you know, you're at the door. That golden knob is right there, and you're getting ready to turn it, and that child's life is going to flip to something so beautiful because you did not give up. Mm-hmm. And right when they're standing at the door, they give up. And it's understandable. A lot of people mm-hmm. just don't you know, understand what to do, how to do it. But there's classes, there's training. I was going to ask a lot for of support for you. Okay. Yeah, there's okay. a lot of support, a whole mm-hmm. lot of support for the families because you're not alone for the foster parents who would like to do it. You're never alone. The system has set up a support system for, for mm-hmm. uh, kinship or, or foster parents who would like to do this. But if you can take our own biological children change, we learn a lot from them. To me, the only difference is you didn't give birth to them. But if you stick in there and and be steadfast and just grow with them, learn with them, teach them, motivate them, it feels like you gave birth to them. So that makes you not give up. So on average, with a child being in the foster care setting, what's an average stay? Is there is something? Are there any numbers out there, or that you could say, uh, you know, they are usually with this particular family for two months or three mm-hmm. months or what mm-hmm. have you? It just depends on that situation, mm-hmm. I would imagine. Uh, but, yeah, every 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 story is different. Some kids mm-hmm. are in because they're gonna be reunited back with the family. It mm-hmm. might be a situation with mom or dad. It might be a health mm-hmm. problem. Someone must have mm-hmm. passed. It's anything that could possibly, you know, put this child in foster care. And then you have some mm-hmm. that are in because the parents lost rights. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. an average stay could be anywhere from 30 days to mm-hmm. a couple of years. Wow. Until wow. they're in hope of being adopted. And they really mm-hmm. do want to be adopted. Mhm, mhm, mhm. So your your story is just so, like I said, it's so powerful. You know, you not just having one child, but having six of your own between mm-hmm. you and your husband, and then mm-hmm. now you know, I think six plus two, I think that's eight. Eight is <laughs> enough. I check. Eight is enough. So and then now you start this club that your daughter calls a club, the foundation. The club. And I, I want to get back to that foundation, how you actually enrich um, the lives. Um, you've had a gala. You've got different events. I understand like 30-some-odd events that you have mm-hmm. in a year that that's, that's uh, available for uh, those in foster care like, uh, with the mm-hmm. parents and the mm-hmm. children. So let's talk about those events and, and actually what you are doing and, and mm-hmm. how people can become involved with the Being Beautiful Foundation. 
with with our um just with our mission just giving back and we have also not just creating awareness we have a series of life enrichment workshops programs to inspire to motivate we get speakers to come in uh, okay. Even celebrity football players uh, from the Phillies, the football, basketball, and because a lot of young boys love that. Mm-hmm. We just mm-hmm. set up programs for foster parents to encourage, to inspire them not to give up, and mm-hmm. uh, luncheons that we do. And, okay. you know, a lot of kids in foster care, they want to feel like they belong. And yes. that was the goal for Being Beautiful Foundation is to let foster youth know with us, you belong, we love you, we care about That's you. you unique, yes, yes. Right, yes, yes. exactly. Mm-hmm, 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 and mm-hmm. usually with our calendar of events that, you know, our team we come up with from workshops to stage plays, arts and cultural events, fashion shows, music competitions, and every wow. year, this will be our second year since we launched a year and a half ago, we do an event called the Pinnacle Awards, mm-hmm. and, uh, where we honor an individual who was raised up in foster care. But he took, they took that situation and turned it into having a success in their life. And yes, this year and we're this honoring year. Steve Pemberton. Yes. He's actually oh, the wow. VP of Diversity for Walgreens, him and his wife, Tanya. Yes, and he's an Beautiful author as story. Well. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. he's an author. Oh, his story is so touching and so amazing when I speak with Tanya. It's, you know, it's, it's something that he looked at as, okay, this is my life. He took yes. a bag of lemons and turned it into a beautiful drink. And yes. just her telling him to tell your story and yes. has changed the lives of so many youth in foster care, and that's why we do the Pinnacle Awards to give back to you know individuals like him. Mhm, mhm. And and it also I can just see how powerful this is. It sets the stage for those who are there in the foster care. It gives them hope, yeah. I would imagine, yes. and inspiration, so that they can know that okay, your family may not have been the typical family, but look at what this gentleman did. It doesn't define yes. who you are and what your power is within you. That's that is incredible. So, and this is going to be held Mother's Day weekend in Philadelphia, correct? Yes, Mother's Day mm-hmm. weekend. Actually, mm-hmm. this is a, a adoption foster care awareness month in May. In May, okay, and, okay. Yes, foster care awareness month, and uh, it's going to be amazing. It's the way we set it up. It's just so beautiful, and we have over sixty foster youth that will come out. And attend, mm-hmm. and they get to see the success stories. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. going to be held at the Camel Center. At the Camel Center, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I want everybody to know that we will be promoting it here on Wealthy Sisters mm. Radio and all the platforms that we uh, are partnered with because this is a major event. You're also going to have a, a very famous entertainer there. It's yeah. going to be a great, <laughs> fabulous event. So uh, we are excited about it and definitely having the opportunity. I know you partnered with uh, TD Bank before. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's a great select. Tell us tell us about that, how you all were selected for it there. Does it make a difference campaign? Yes. In it hashtag, yes. Hashtag yeah. make it it's our hashtag, Make Today Matter. Make and, Today Matter, uh, t- okay. Yes. In uh, uh-huh. our TD Bank, where we bank, uh, the, the vice president of that bank, who I just love talking. So him and I yeah. became friends, and he said someone was going to call me to ask me a question, what would I do if money was never an issue to change a life of anybody? And I had the phone call, and the first question she asked me, you know, to tell her about myself, and she said, if you could do something to make someone's life different, what would you do? Deborah, I said to her, let me tell you what we're going to do. Yeah. I, I had no idea why I was yeah. being interviewed. And um, so I told her, I want to host a gala for girls that are in a group home where they can come to a beautiful, beautiful building and have 
dinner and their dresses waiting for them, their makeup done, hair done, a princess story, Cinderella story. And I think probably maybe four weeks later, I was ambushed at TD Bank here in North (laughs) Wales. All these cameras, and they said, we are going, you make today matter, and your event for these girls are going to come true in 24 hours. Oh, man. oh, it oh. was a dream. And I knew it was going to happen, but not that way. And T.D. Bank like stepped that. up. No. Wow. They stepped wow. up. And the first thing I could think of was 24 hours. And wow. they were planning it. The moment they hung up the phone with me, it was a team in Canada. They planned that our story was going to be the one. They selected 24 people, 24 hours, 24 days. Oh, and our oh, story and two other gentlemen, ours were the top three stories. And it's uh, wow. you could go on uh, YouTube, hashtag Make Today Matter Inspiration Gala. Yeah. It was uh, dropped. It was amazing. It was amazing. And they can see that video there. And, and I, yes. I know they have a link from your site, too. We're going to send everybody to com. Yes. You'll see uh, featured guests there, all of Valerie's information in the beingbeautifulfoundation.org, all of her information there. You have to see that video. It was, it was amazing. It was just it was powerful. And, I, I mean, I get goosebumps thinking about it because, <laughs> you know, it was just an impact for those girls just seeing those young ladies' faces there and just something so simple that we take for granted so those are some of the things that I know so mm-hmm. with time is moving quickly mm-hmm. here I tell you we definitely have to have you back on the show Thank but you. Uh, can you just tell us like in in, in a the next 90 seconds here, someone that's listening, we know we want them to, to be aware of, of the foster care situation. You said that there are group homes that still exist today. We knew them as orphanages. They're group homes. Mm-hmm. There's still mm-hmm. most of half a million, you know, children in the foster care system. We have to be able to support. We may not be able mm-hmm. to directly affect why children mm-hmm. are in that situation, but we have an issue. We have a crisis. These are our mm-hmm. leaders uh, for tomorrow. So how can we help them? So Valerie, can you tell us, you know, what would you suggest three things that we can really do right now to support not mm-hmm. only, you know, supporting you, they can go online mm-hmm. and donate. Mm-hmm. We definitely want them mm-hmm. to support the Being Beautiful mm-hmm. Foundation. Please do that. But also, what can they do right there in their neighborhood, in their area, to find out how they can help foster kids, maybe buying a dress, makeup, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, food yeah. supplies or what have you? Just getting involved when you, you can, they can go to their, their community. They can go to Department of Human Services to ask mm-hmm. what they can do to make a difference. They can become okay. a mentor to a child, a foster parent. Okay. They can also adopt. Okay. They can volunteer. And if okay. you have any items that you need to get, you know, rid of, there are organizations like ours that mm-hmm. that need them. And mm-hmm. there, with a lot of different um, foster uh, agencies out here, all you have to do is just step up, have faith, and make a difference. Every, mm-hmm. even if it's on a monthly basis, a lot of sites mm-hmm. have you can donate a small amount makes a big difference. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's five dollars. Mm-hmm that people can mm-hmm. donate because mm-hmm. what what we're trying to do is make a difference in these kids' lives because they're mm-hmm. they out are our future. Mhm mhm mhm. And you know I'm glad you said that because I didn't even think about it. You know, my daughter as she is growing and all of our children they're at that stage where they're just growing her feet <laughs> is just jumped another size. <laughs> I won't embarrass her and tell us what the size is, but you know, I just I always take the clothes to our uh goodwillers and then mm-hmm. the uh veterans um place that mm-hmm. we take it to as well. That's great. But I was thinking, man, I wish I knew someone directly because they were mm-hmm. still in very good condition. So that's right. something that we can do to find mm-hmm. the foster homes or mm-hmm. uh, group homes in our area and make that mm-hmm. uh, a space, a place to take those items to as well. I'm glad you mentioned right. that. 
and that's and that's so very important because it's it's not goodwill is an amazing charity, but right. you but let's let's think about let's think about a half a million youth in foster care right. that right. they don't get to see those things. So they look don't at get to see charities, that. right? Right. Look at charities for. Um, foster care like the In Beautiful Foundation. You even have alumni programs that take uh, all types of donations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And speaking of that, too, we want everybody to know that you are also a partner with um, United Way. So on their yes, job, they, they can select to donate to the Being Beautiful yes. Foundation. You can have it come out your paycheck and not even know yes. it, not even yes. see it every week, and you can yes. find them. Do you know your number by heart? I know they can find it on the website as yeah, well. Yeah, I, I don't know it. We're newly okay. to United Way, but they okay. can go on the site, and they okay. they can do that. We have a few, uh, many of people who go on and um, already do that, that monthly way, donations. Yes. Yes, Every, everything counts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything counts. Well, Valerie, thank you so much. Congratulations to you and thank your husband, you. Larry, on just such an yeah. extraordinary uh, journey that you all and an awesome example that you set, and your children too. You know, thank your you. children, both your thank your you. your adopted and your your biological <laughs> respective biological children, because you set mm-hmm. such a great example for all of us, and we look forward to hearing from you more and definitely keeping you in our positive thoughts and prayers as you continue to to build and support those in foster care. And thank you for allowing us to have this platform. I commend you and I honor you. You are a beautiful, strong woman and happy birthday. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I received that. I appreciate you for that. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, if you just tuned in, that was Valerie Crabb. I'm telling you, you know, you can catch this interview with her. Foster care is is, is wild. I just learned a lot uh, just in these few moments and have had the privilege of speaking with her as well and learn even more uh, since our last conversation. So it is definitely really important for us to take note of it, to be aware of it, and to really support organizations like the In Beautiful Foundation and others as well. So make sure you go to WealthySistersRadio.com right now. You can click there on Featured Guests, and you'll see all of Valerie's information with BeautifulFoundation.org. And, you know, today uh, we're talking about legacy. We're talking about enriching lives. And what better way to even continue in this segue with, you know, our correspondent, our financial correspondent. We have other than Miss Marcella Milan Williams. You know, she is our dynamic financial correspondent. And boy, does she have some tips for us about legacy living here in 2015. So, Marcella, take it away. Hello, this is Marcella Marlon Williams with your Wealthy Sisters radio financial segment. It surprises me how many people don't spend enough time thinking about their legacy, what they will leave behind for the people they love. Webster defines legacy as anything handed down from the past as from an ancestor or a predecessor. Legacy is not bound by age or time served. Your legacy grows with each new experience as you establish the foundational building blocks and accumulate the required wisdom to contribute to your financial and personal growth. For many, leaving a legacy is associated with the end rather than the beginning. However, your legacy is not defined at the end of the road, but rather by the decisions made, the actions taken, and even the mistakes overcome throughout the many phases of your life. In order to leave a lasting financial, family, and entrepreneurial legacy, one must begin with the end in mind. So here are three steps of legacy building that will define the significance of your legacy. First is identity and values. You must know and be extremely connected with who you are and what you represent as an individual. What are the values and beliefs that influence your behavior and your attitude? Believe it or not, this plays an important role in your financial habits. Next, guiding foundational principles. Once you have been able to set to determine your values, the next thing to do is to translate it into a set of guiding principles that you can begin to expect from yourself. For instance, if you value center around being contributing a member of society, 
then your guiding principles may include being a good steward and being financially responsible in order to place yourself in a position to spend time volunteering without financial burden. Finally, responsibility and accountability. One of the most beneficial aspects of having a financial advisor is the fact that you are in some manner accountable to them. The simple human desire to appear competent to someone is often enough to curtail your spending. When you know you have to meet with your financial advisor or your financial coach to go over your portfolio. The bottom line is that legacy is the establishment of traditions that can be passed on to future generations. So ask yourself, what are you passing on? For more information, visit my page at WealthySistersRadio.com or send me an email with questions, comments, or segment suggestions. At attention, Marcella Mala-Williams. Send it to correspondent at WealthySistersRadio.com. Wow, how powerful was that? Marcella was talking about legacy living. I'm telling you, we have the absolute best here of experts. All of our team, they're incredible, and they're going to be right here at the Winter Summit, March 27th, 28th. Marcella Milan Williams, our financial correspondent, Aurelia Mitchell, Durant, who's our legal correspondent, Delana Keller Watkins, who is our health and wellness correspondent, Sharon Ross Ingram, Esquire, uh, who is coming all the way again from Chicago, who is our strategist, our strategist rather, and uh, and then we also have Miss Toy, who is our beauty correspondent, natural beauty. So we've got a lot in store. Plus, we're going to be talking about taxes as well, how to maximize those write-offs for your businesses, and so much more. That's the Winter Summit, and we are celebrating my birthday week, Thursday, January twenty second, January twenty second. Starting at midnight, January 22nd, the uh, the celebration will be 46% off your registration. So you want to get your that locked in bookmark, go to thewintersummit.com right now, thewintersummit.com, so that you can make sure you get registered on Thursday. That's a special promotion that we're offering. It's going to only be 24 hours, only available. That's the only promotion we'll be able to do because the conference is coming up and you don't want to miss it. Again, that's March 27th, 28th uh, here, and it's actually going to be in Northern Virginia. The site will be updated on that as well. Well, I tell you, this has been an incredible show. Wow, we come to that point. I just want to say thank you so much to our guests. Uh, that we've had on the show today, the lovely Miss Valerie Crabb, who is the CEO and founder of the Being Beautiful Foundation, who is supporting the foster kids, youth at risk in foster care. Uh, she's doing some amazing things. She and her husband. So you want to make sure that you learn more about them, and and you can donate. Like she said, any donation, five dollars, is very helpful. They do thirty plus events a year to enrich the lives of foster parents and the children, of course. And and then their main award program that they have, Mother's Day weekend there in Philly, it's going to be a great event. You definitely want to be able to make sure you reach out to them and support them on that as well. And as we say, you know, this we come to that power thought of the weekend. And, and, and I just want to say, Celebrate. That's my power thought. You know, as we, we talk about why I celebrate my birthday, it's important. Life is important. I used to pretend like, you know, my birthday wasn't important, but it is. You know, it is because I'm grateful. I'm so grateful to be here, to, that I have breath and I have opportunities to do what I have dreamt to continue to follow my dreams and, and to get those things, as we say, make those things that we want to have and create those lives that we want to have. And, yes, it's a bumpy road and there can be challenges, but that doesn't define you. So understand it is always important to stop and celebrate. That's something that I'm speaking from experience that I'm learning how to do that I haven't always done. And that's why I just want to say, again, celebrate. Celebrate celebrate. When we focus on the positive, we'll remember that. When we focus on the positive, that's what we get. Because whatever, whatever we focus on, it, or shall we say, whatever you give your attention to, that's what expands. 
So the more we want to have, the more positive in our life, let's focus on those positives. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in to us here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Remember, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter under Wealthy Sisters. And make sure you join our mailing list at WealthySistersRadio.com. And we will see you next week. And don't forget to register at TheWinnerSummit.com this Thursday with your 46% discount. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next week. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters. Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters. Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters. Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters. Radio Show. We're not listening to Wealthy Sisters. We're not listening to Wealthy Our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our host, staff, or partners of Wealthy Sisters Radio.